0: Welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epteen with the Direct Impact Podcast. And today we have another candid conversation with our favorite producer, Gregory Martin. Welcome, Gregory.
1: Hi, how are you doing today?
0: Doing well. Um, I'm kind of like sitting here in anticipation now that you've told me it's a surprise topic. And I do love surprises. So what's going on? Yeah,
1: for today, I kind of just wanted to pick your brain on confidence in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you may have a Healthy definition, but then I'm also curious on how confidence may present differently, especially in culture for men, women, and everything in between, right? So I kind of want to pick your brain on that, what kind of healthy confidence looks like for everyone, and then what kind of unhealthy confidence looks like.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think that's what's so typical for me. But what comes up for me first is what unhealthy... The false confidence looks like mm-hmm. and it's kind of that bravado that puffed up sense of self that really gives us a window into yeah. their you know kind of uh underdeveloped or weak ego or insecurities so i mean i i think there is this facade that both men and women they want to present well to others and they want others to feel that they are confident in who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But for most of us walking around, there's not really this embodied, if you will, sense of confidence and security. I feel that that only comes out of a true authenticity and connection with yourself. It's do I feel safe with me? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's my answer is like, do I feel safe with me? Do I feel safe? Do I feel secure? Do I feel that I can honor myself? Do I feel that I can stay in my integrity when things get tough? Outside of that, I don't know that there's another source of confidence, maybe some humility. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we, When we are truly dedicated and committed to self-discovery and who we are and we find safety in that, then our confidence is real and people see that and people gravitate towards that because if we feel safe in ourselves, they feel safe with us and then that leads to healthy connection. So I don't know. That's what comes up for me.
1: Yeah, with that, I am curious, kind of the the foot in the other shoe with that, what about the kind of mixed reactions you can have from people reacting to picking up confidence, being it from very accepting, maybe even putting them on a pedestal, or even a negative reaction, oh, they seem confident, so X, Y, and Z must be true about them.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people who, you know, might... like gravitate towards people because they feel that they embody confidence, but they don't. It's more of what they're projecting out. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's like, where's your barometer for, you know, if you're in your own integrity, you have a better barometer of other people's authenticity. And so I feel like again, you know, starting inward, going inward Mm -hmm. and looking at, you know, ourselves and how we interact in our relationships. What do we need and desire from other humans, and, you know, what are those attributes in others that we gravitate towards? I mean, that's really important to explore. Heads Up Guidance Services, or HUGS, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to removing all barriers to quality professional counseling services. At HUGS, all motivated individuals, couples, and families can access the support they need and deserve in an outpatient setting. They recruit dedicated, compassionate, and socially conscious professionals who volunteer their time and specialized skill pro bono. Hugs doesn't work with third-party payers, insurance companies, or government dollars. Rather, they operate entirely with the support of people just like you. To help support Hugs, visit www.HeadsUpSavannah.org.
1: Yeah, with that, I think in the counseling field, it may be more common to come across this, but what it actually means to be in your integrity. As someone who is around you often, I hear that a lot. So for those who aren't graced with your presence, what does it mean to actually learn to even start to develop what it means to be in your own integrity, especially for someone even coming into their teens young adulthood, something like that?
0: Yeah it's something that comes of over time with age and experience but um it is i believe a skill which means it can be learned mm-hmm. and it it requires some deliberate attention and that's why i'm a big believer in psychotherapy i'm a big believer in Scheduling and taking the time to devote to your personal development. And that includes not just mental health, but like building, having some time to sit in self, Mm -hmm. discover who you are, and find alignment, which is integrity so alignment and structure you know around who you are that gives you that sense of safety that's working on your thoughts that's being in your body that's noticing your emotions your feelings and your moods and um honoring them coming to a place of self acceptance and if you can accept where you are and who you are you can begin to truly love that person and so it's it's a process so You know, no one's going to listen to this podcast and be like, oh, integrity, that's what I want. I'm going to, you know, write down a checklist of how how I attain this. But what is required is work and attention and time and devotion and commitment to that pursuit.
1: Is it is integrity something to strive for or is it a state you achieve?
0: I think it's something that you strive for every day, Mm -hmm. every minute, every moment. Um, I can probably, I will probably be able when I do my journal tonight, when I open my plan to recover journal, I am probably going to be able to remember three times that I struggled to stay in my integrity. There were probably several more, but as far as my recollection goes, I will probably be able to recall three times that I was like, Ooh, that was hard. That was hard. So it's a constant pursuit. So I do not believe that integrity or even authenticity is something that's achieved and it's like, oh, I'm finished. I'm done. I'm there. Um, I think you do come into it, but preserving it is a day, one day at a time, one minute at a time
1: process. Now, where my mind goes with this is how does one reenter their integrity?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think it first comes from noticing that you were out of it.
1: That's a skill in and of itself.
0: It is. It is. It's a, it's a willingness. Again, it's that honoring yourself and giving yourself grace and knowing that it is a one minute at a time. And, Mm -hmm. and then also when I say giving yourself grace, it's like asking yourself, well, what is your intention? And you've already come to a place of acceptance. So, you know, your weaknesses you know, your deficits, you know, your tendencies. And so when you fall back on those old tendencies or behaviors, if you will, you can recognize them quickly and give yourself grace and know that that's always going to be a a well-worn path in your brain that you will fall into. So you do start to notice it. You give yourself grace and permission to re-enter your integrity. Sometimes that looks like making amends. Asking somebody if what you did harmed them in any kind of way, um, being open to receive information from other people about yourself, um, being very open to constructive criticism, asking those tough questions um, and just noticing and, and coming back into alignment mm-hmm. yeah,
1: so one of the the original title for what this episode was going to be called was uh is confidence the opposite of humility right but Mm -hmm. i think you answered it in the sense that when you explain that healthy confidence is a sense of authenticity and integrity Mm -hmm. well then my you answered the question because unhealthy confidence is the opposite of humility that's right that's why they can still be together and not opposites
0: yeah yeah and people's presentations you know don't always equal what's going on inside of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: so being willing to to meet people there and ask those provocative um you know but honest questions is like you know I'm being you know connected with somebody and just saying like you know that whole question of how how are you really how are you really doing mm-hmm. Is huge. I, I think you're going to find very quickly if somebody has this puffed up sense of self and artificial confidence, or if it's really true, if it's embodied, if they're mm-hmm. in alignment with themselves, body, mind, and spirit, and um, and if they are, you, you definitely want to use that as a resource. Mm-hmm. But that's part of like relationships and connections as we go throughout life is finding those people that breathe life into you who have found something that you're seeking. Those are the people you want to be around. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question today.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Gregory. This was a great question and I think probably very helpful for our audience. So bye, guys. See you next week.